And today's daf is daf chafbet, and we've been discussing. And yesterday's daf we discussed saw um, issues of maduma really, uh, mixtures of truma and chulim, and the question of sometimes of whether other like different varieties of things can, can, can mix in. We saw the machlok Rabbi Shur, Rabbi Yezer, and also Rabbi Akiva. Um, so the Gemara now asks the following question: Let's say you've only got twenty figs, and one fig fell in. That's of truma. That's clearly maduma. Okay. Now, if you recall, Maduma is a that says we require, we would normally require, sorry, we would require 100 times chulin to battle it. If not, the mixture is Maduma, and the whole mixture has to be sold to a Kohen minus the value of the truma that was mixed in. However, here what happens is, so we have one piece of truma that fell into it, and then another seah fell out. So the question is, after these two steps, can we be more maker? So according, so Rabbi Shimon Melakish says, Sveko Batel Barov. He says, since it's actually, a, now we have a suffix, whether the truma is still left in that mixture. So again, yeah, it's like 20 figs, one fig of the truma fell in and one fell out. It could be the truma that, that came out of it. So therefore, because of that, we're mekilim misafek. We can be mekil and we can take Batel Barov. Because it's only really a suffix whether the truma got mixed into it. However, Rabbi Yochanan disagrees. Rabbi Yochanan says, Kulo Nasa what does that mean? Um, Mufrashen explain it in different ways, but in terms of the expression on Tzohochiach, but it sounds like what it means is that, uh, using Lashon of um, Rav Chaim, it says, Kfar Hukba Isura, meaning after the step number one, when the truma fell in, you've got, it's now called Meduma. So therefore, it was defined as Meduma, so therefore, what? Therefore, the fact that one fell out, I can't not hear the Kvio Isura, if you like, Misafek. The fact that one fell out doesn't allow me to undo the kviot state of a big meduma. That seems to be a machlok bin Resh Lakich and Rabbi Yochanan. So here we have an interesting debate. Sorry, discussion. A debate on how to understand it. But it says, this, however, Modi Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan would agree we can be making in one of two cases, one on the right and one on the left. You'll see in a minute. So the Kulam um, Nasu, so he says, Modi Rabbi Yochanan, she'im taram mehen al makom acher. If your mafrish from it, Alma Komacher. So I'm just to understand what this means, um, you have to really explain Rosh Cerilio. And I, I'm pretty sure this is where Rabchaim explains it, except for one word that I prefer rather than saying Chul and say Tevel. But in other words, if that initial 20 was Tevel, and then one piece of trauma fell in and then came out of it, that's what we're saying, that in that situation, and then what you did from that 20, you're mafrish from that Lema Komacher. I separated from that to satisfy truma for another location. Now you might think, you might think for one second, I cut my fish from it. Shouldn't I, it's, we said it's already Maduma. I cut my fish from Maduma. And the answer is no. He says in that situation, you can. Why? Because if you're my fish from Al-Makomacher, it would work. Not that you can, but it said it was saying it would work. Why? Because for this other thing, Tevel that you're trying to mafresh from this mixture that had trauma fall in, fall out, and something fall out of it, we say for that it's not hukba isura. Meaning, for that, since I'm only mafresh from this 20 seya, after something has fallen out of it, then we say for that it's already, it's, it's, it's like now it's for the other Tevel, it's considered as if it's a suffix. It's not hukba isura. That's why he says, I'll read it inside. He says, after you've already, again, one, the truma fell in and one fell out, we say, um, 
where he says, We treat it like a suffix. We can say it's And this is a word I'd like to change from pulling to tevel, that I can simply say, I took from the tevel pump. You have to be concerned that I took some of the, that what I picked up was original trauma that fell in. When it comes to the other pair that I may mafish for, because for them, this mixture is not Nikbayasura. Why is it not Bayasura? Sharehu Mafrish, because I know me mafish from this mixture. After that one little piece has fallen out of it. Therefore, it's a, for this other thing I'm being mafresh for, this is effectively, it's a suffix where there's this trauma inside it. So that's why according to Rabbi Yochanan, if you're mafresh from this, this 20 sayer of Tevel, that might or might not have trauma in it, I could say it's Bata Barov and it won't. The other case is as follows. We say Sveku Bata Barov. Now this is important. He says, According to Rabbi Yochanan, what do we say? After one fell in, one fell out. He says, no, I can't treat a batabarov. I have to say, after a hook by Yisurus, I have to say it's like, if you like, Suffolk, Maduma. Let's call it that. However, he's saying, if I now mosif more chulim to it, such that I'm batabarov this entire Suffolk, then we can rely on batabarov. That's the way he explains it. Okay, so those are two situations where we say Rabbi Yochanan wouldn't actually treat a mamash as if it's 20 sayer of Isur as a result of one falling in and then one coming out. One, ca- one case, as I said on the right, if, if it was that original pile was tevel and a mafish from it to satisfy something else, as I spent time explaining. And the other one is if I'm now being mosif, I'm adding more chulim to it, then it would um, be that suffix, if you like, maduma, would be uh, batel. Actually adding or it's ke'ilu ed? It says imriba, if I did add. That's what Abraham says. If I added te'enim in my komacher, other te'enim from another place, then it would work. Then it, then so that would be to add 22? 20, 21, 20.5, yeah. Just more than 20. But it's 20 plus the one that fell in, no? No, because remember, the, the, our case is one fell in, and then one fell out, so I'm still left with 20. 21, okay. Okay, so because so, 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 the one fell out, so I'm still left with 20 at the end of the day. Okay, yeah. fine. Let's continue. Rabbi Shimon Melakish Beshem Rabbi Yoshua, so Hoshaya, Hayulafanav Mea Vachamishim Chaviot. Now, here, when it comes to barrels, barrels, we have to be careful with barrels because barrels are considered a Varachashuv. So, therefore, when you've got barrels, you can't say it's Batel anymore. You can't say it's Batel Barov, Batel Bashishim, Batel Mamea. Something that's the Varachashuv is not Batel even in Elif. So, the Gemara says is that if you've got Mea Vachamishim Chaviot, then it's not batel at all. You can't rely on maduma. The fact that one barrel has to be of truma. Niftuchu meya. If you've opened a hundred of them, those hundred are no longer chashuv, and now you've got a hundred to batel potentially the one truma. So those hundred are mutarot. The chamishim, but the last fifty still they're considered chashuvot and they'd still be asurot. The hashar and that remaining fifty lekish When you eventually open them up, then we say they're mutarot. Okay. Because again, once when they're still at the varchashuv, the varchashuv is not batel at all. Again, you have to be because you don't know where the trauma is. It could be one of the ones will open, one of the ones that won't open. So the the ones that were open, longer you got a hundred, hundred open, you can say ah, if the trauma is part of those, and then, then we can say it's batel, it's batel in, in meya. However, the ones that are sealed, we said that's the varchashuv. So even if you've got 150, 200 to the to the one sealed barrel, it's not batel. So that's what once we start as we open them, 
uh, the open ones effectively become mutar, and the, the other ones that are closed will only become mutar once they're opened up. Okay, now the question is probably in the back of your mind. This whole case is if you did it, what? Um, in other words, it happened to be opened up. However, you can't start cracking open the barrels to battle it. Why? Because Now, this is a bit difficult because if you recall in yesterday's stuff, when we saw the white and black wheat, we said, and, and the question of say, some white wheat fell into it, we said if you can actually grind it all up, so that's no longer discernible between the white and the black different or species, I'm not a black, but you know, different species of wheat. And once it's not discernible, then it's effectively the two different colors can combine together to battle the truma. And we said it's not a problem because the answer we gave then was because it was truma bezmanah zedurabana. That's what we said in yesterday's year. Now, that, um, there are many other answers to explain that, but in any event, whichever way, even if you want to, let's, let's, let's run with that explanation, that it was because it was Midrabanan. Here, what would be the difference here? Why can't Ein Mabat L'Isol Chachila? So Marafulda says, actually, I read you in Sarah Marafulda, and there's a, lot, there's a lot of Torah written about the distinction between the two cases, but yeah, again, our shir is quite brief. It says, Vahad the Matir L'El, Liotochen Shani. There it's different. Hacha, sorry, Shani Hacha, here is different. It seems to be, but the, when it comes to davar chashuv, we are much more machmir to say, even though by other inyanei derabana, maybe you can mavatul isur chachila. Here we say, when davar chashuv, it seems to be even more machmir with that saying mavatul isur chachila. You can't undo the davar chashuv. But again, this is this would be a nice subject to learn beyond. But our shir is not very much uh, not an inyan shir. Let's continue. Rabbi Zira says as follows. Rabbi Zira says b'shem Rab Hadya, truma oser b'vadaa the mea. So what this means is, just under this, I'll share in a minute. Um, says In other words, if you've got one piece of, you uh, truma, you need a hundred to battle it. That's clear. When it comes to suffix, you need chamishim. Now, what's bechamishim? So that it seems to be the language of chamishim doesn't seem to make sense because it says, "Do you mean behashishim b'shivim lo?" It should say ad chamishim. In other words, if you wanted to say that up to a 50th is like 50 times it is battle, you should say the language doesn't seem to be right. It's sort of ad chamishim, because if you say bechamishim in 50, it seems that it doesn't, the language doesn't work. It seems to think, it suggests that what, shishim and shivim, if it's in 60 and 70, you're not battle it. So therefore, the Gemara, so the Gemara explains it differently. It says, ad chamishim, if it's mixed, this suffix in, in um, 50, then Srichim Rov. Michan Ve'elach ain't Srichim Rov. If you recall, this is now Shita, if you like Rabbi Yochanan. We saw according to Rabbi Yochanan before that if he had, in the case of Suffolk Truma, we said, our case of Suffolk Truma was Suffolk Truma in 20. And he said that what you can do, you can have add Rov, as long as you've got Rov to battle it, it's okay. So in other words, if it was 20 to 1, as long as you've got add another 20, a bit more than 20 Chul, then it's battle it. So he says, what we're saying here, the, the Lashon of Ad Chamishim, is, it means that Ad Chamishim in Yitzrichim Larov, meaning if it was mixed, a suffix truma in less up to 50, that's when you need Rov and to add an extra Rov of Chulin to battle it. However, Michan Ve'elech, the suffix Rov in 60 or 70 or 80, then you don't need to add. It's already battled Bifnatzmal. Now, the question is why? So um, I, I saw this in the, I looked look at some of the art scroll, and it quotes a Gilgan Ashas. He says the difference is, is because according to Rabbi Yochanan, he views a suffix truma that falls in as if it's like almost like 50 50. 
Okay, it's almost like it's like half truma. So it's almost like there's a half a seya. So therefore, if you've got 50 times a half seya, you've already got 100 to 1. Of, because he views that, if you like, that suffix truma as if it's, well, you don't know if there's truma in it. So you have to view it like 50-50. That's the way, that's the way he explains this. That's why if, it's, if you've got less than 50 to 1, like in our case of the 20 to 1 we saw initially, that's when you need to add more to it. However, if you've got, say, more than 50, 50 to 1, then it's already, if you like, using the Svar of the Gilan Ashas, more than 100 to 1 of that half, if you like, truma that's in the suffix. So therefore, you don't need to add it's really battle. Now, I'll read Rav Chaim to so we can understand it, the Lashon, though. He says, Ad chamishim im b'chamishim, if it's mitri 50, oser kulam. Aval, it's all asur, clearly. Aval yachol harbot aleim ad meya. You're allowed to add chulin until you get to 100 times of Vili batla, to batla. Ve'en bazeh mishum en belak yisuchelachila, and you don't run into problems in belak yisuchelachila, like we said yesterday. But Hachilo Amar, the reason why it says that, it didn't say ad chamishim, it says b'chamishim. Why? Tavishaminan ad chamishim, you'd think that until 50, lo lam asu would always be asu. Ve'omi chamishim ve'elach, lo lam batel, and more than 50, it's always, it'll always be batel. Ve'en ken, but that's not the case. That's why it says the b'chamishim, that's why the funny lashon of in chamishim, atzma, Within it, that's when you'd sarich larabot admea. So the b'chamishim within 50, that's to teach you that it's asu, but not completely asu kin larabocholim. That's why I've had this final lash of b'chamishim instead of adchamishim. Okay? Fine. Um, let's, uh, let's continue. Igulei dveila says, Amrav Huna. Is it up to you? Ken maniti igulei dveila hagdolim malim taktanim b'mishkal v'ktanim malim b'lim b'minyan. Now this is an interesting case. Let's look at the next chart. This is on page two. If you have a look here, we said before that if you have different igulim, you've got igul of truma, and that falls into other igulim, but some are big and some are small. We say that different sizes can combine to battle. It was a machloka with you, whether you can. Now, according to the opinion that says they can, what we're saying is, if it was a small one that fell in, we say that what? Igul, I'll read the blush on the, uh, the Gemara again. Kenet matita dvela hagdolim malim When we calculate how much there is to battle it, we look at weight. Now, the reason for that is that's effectively a leniency. Because if you look at weight then, you actually, and you were saying you could combine the gdolim to battle it, you actually need far less gdolim. You don't need a total of 100 igulim. You might, if, if you might only need a, a, a 60 or 70 or whatever it is, a proportion less if we're looking at it by weight. Because again, the bigger ones are much obviously heavier than the small eagle that fell in. However, in the opposite case, the other leniency is if a big one fell into our mixture and we say the small ones can combine. In that case, we rule leniently once again that now we don't go by weight, we go by number. In other words, as long as there are 100 galim, big or small, then it battles it. Despite the fact that by mass, you don't really have 100 times the big truma that fell into the mixture, big uh, cake of pressed figs. Okay, so that's again another important leniency we see in the, in the case of Maduma, because again, that, uh, that we have this flexibility of what do we do we go by Mishkal or do we go by Minyan, again, depending what results in a, effectively a leniency. Why not go by Mishkal or by volume for the Chaviot? Uh, by Chaviot, I'm not sure what we do by Chaviot, but, I, but no, because by Chaviot, no, because firstly, by Chaviot we just learned is different. If they're closed, they're considered Rachashur, and Chaviot are probably all the same size anyway. So you're saying, sure. We said we said that chaviot are the varchashuf. That's yeah. a different a different rule. 
Correct. So the Chaviot Advar Chashu, right? The cases in our Mishnah we've been discussing really the, the, were different colors. Um, there was also different size cakes and the other ones different shapes. Sizes. Different, different sizes. Shapes. Different yeah. sizes and different shapes. The Chaviot was a different case altogether. It wasn't mentioned in our Mishnah. Okay, let's continue. Now, if you recall, we saw in our Mishnah, uh, uh, this is going to be an important chapter, the next part of the Gemara. Um, just to scare you. Um, if, we saw, if you recall in our Mishnah, we saw in the Rasha, when it came to the figs, we saw Rabbi Yeshua was, Rabbi Yeshua was more maker. He says that even if you know what color it was, fill in the two different colors can combine to battle. However, in the second part with Litra Ktsiot, Actually, Rabbi Yeshua was more machmir. Because if you, care, if you recall, Rabbi Yezer says, again, literally, clear with you, started pressing some trum on top of one of the barrels. You don't know which of the barrels the trum was pressed on top of. Contra Rabbi Yezer, he's more makil in that case and says you can include all the ones, even the bottoms, meaning the, 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 the figs at the bottom to battle the trum that was mixed in, where in that case, Rabbi Yeshua was more machmir. Now here, I'm Rabbi Yezer, machmir, Bishua, sorry, again, hach Rabbi Yezer, machmir, Rabbi Yeshua, makil. So, um, so this whole section, by the way, is there's many different ways to explain it. We'll explain it, obviously, like Reb Chaim. Um, Askar explains it completely differently. But here, what's, uh, what's clear is that Reb Chaim said, is bringing up this question. This question is, I don't understand. How is it that the cases seem to be the same? The same of Shorot Levanot, black and white figs, and the, and the case of pressing the figs on top of one of the barrels, they seem to really be the same logic behind them. Why is it in one case we saw Rabbi Yeshua's more mekil, and in another case we see Rabbi Yeshua's more machmir? I don't understand. That's hacha Rabbi Zemachmir Yeshua mekil, and v'hacha Rabbi Yeshua machmir v'rebelezer mekil. Rabbi Yechaim inserts those words. Okay? Now, Rabbi Yochanan says, he says, t'nayim inuhu. It's actually a machlok t'nayim. Now, if you learn the, if you learn the Mishnah, the, the Mepharsha Mishnah, I think it's fair to Israel, it says, actually, I can distinguish between the two cases. In one case, Rabbi Yehuda is machim by the figs because it's nikarot, you've got black and white. Whereas in the second case, Rabbi Yehuda is machim because it's not me'urav. You, you know where it is, it's not top. That's the way the Mephashim Mishnah explained it. However, quite clearly, the way Rabbi Chaim explains this, this, um, this Gemara is it's actually, no, our Mishnah is made up as a two different Tanayim. Okay? As we will see by the following uh, Tosefta. And uh, let's continue. Nimtza. So uh, what I've done on the chart here is, is literally chart out all the shitot. So you can see it's a machlok atanayim. So let's have a look. In the case of the figs, shchorot levanot, two different colored figs, it says as follows. Sham, it says, that's nimtzet, omer yodua lo yodua ta'ale. In other words, when do we say contrary to This seems, a, um, this is not shit out the way we explain really. This is a bit sound like we, we, the way we explain Rebbe Akiva. How he says, when do I say, according to Rebbe Eliezer, that I can combine the other colors? That's only if you don't know what color fill in. Okay? Rebbe Yeshua Mer, Ben Biadua, Ben She'en Yodua. Now, here, very importantly, Rebbe Chaim inserts the Organus Gives Notosefta, which is, it is Lo Ta'ale. Now, it's really important you say Lo Ta'ale here, as opposed to Ta'ale. Again, other people explain differently, but Rechaim says you say lo ta'ale here. Why? Because then you quite clearly see that according to Rebbe Meir, it, Rebbe Yeshua is machmir in the case of Shrota Levanot. Look, not like Hamishna. Okay? That's very important. Rebbe Yeshua is machmir. That doesn't matter. You can never use the different colors. The two different colors can't, can't, can't combine. 
However, that's different Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Yehuda says, It's Rabbi Yezer says, you know, it doesn't make a difference if you know what color it is that fell in or not. You can never combine two different colors to battle the one that fell in because they're two different minim, like we explained yesterday. Rabbi Yeshua is a super maker shit that says, even if you know what color fell in, so I explained the mission yesterday. And Rabbi Kiva is a shit that It depends if you know what color that fell in. And right, quite clearly, it's this on the left top corner of the chart is that that's Rebbe Yehuda. That's how we understood the Mishnah. So our beginning of a Mishnah is Shittat Rebbe Yehuda without question. Okay, that's how we explained it yesterday. Now the case of Litra Ktsiot. What's the case of Litra Ktsiot? Shedar Salpi Chavid. Again, you've got, you put, you press some figs on the top of, 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 one, of one of the barrels and you don't know which one it is. Alpi Kaveret. Kaveret, uh, you're probably familiar with Kaveret being Kaveret Devorim, but Kaveret can also be a basket. So on top of a basket, we know the Heichan Darsa. So Rebbe Yezer Omer, Im Yeshmea Litrin Tele. According to Rebbe as long as there's a hundred figs in the entire, all, in all the baskets, all the barrels, it can battle the trum wherever it was. Vim Lav Lotale. Now that's how we explained Rebbe Yezer and Amishni yesterday. Okay? Um, Rebbe Yeshua says, Im Yeshmea Pumim, if you've got a hundred tops, then we say Taleb battles him love. Asurim, if not, then it will be battle. Vashulain, but the bottom will be mutar. Now, importantly, here once again, we have to say that's divrei, change the words, Rebbe Meir. That's why I put it on this side of the chart. So you see quite clearly, by changing that to Rebbe Meir, what we have here is Rebbe Meir is firstly Rebbe Meir is consistent. If you look, look down the column of Rebbe Meir, the Rebbe Shu is always Machmir. So there's no stira then. However, our Mishnah, the safer, the case literal Ktsiot, is going like she did Rebbe Meir. So there we've already basically solved the problem. The reason why the reason why Rebbe Yeshua is Mekel in the first case and Machmir in the second case, because the first case in our Mishnah was with the way Rebbe Yehuda explained the Machloket, and the second case is the way Rebbe Meir explained the Machloket. Clear? But let's just finish. Now Rebbe Yehuda changing the word again. Rebbe Yehuda Omer, Rebbe Yezer Omer, Im yesh mea pumim talav im lav hapumim masurim. So again, Rebbe Yehuda understands that Rebbe Yezer would hold in the case of the literic ziod on top of the chaviot. Like we explained, Rabbi Shua holds. So he's machmir to say that what, again, he's consistently machmir that you, that we don't look the pumim as if they're mixed up, and you need a hundred tops to battle it. Rabbi Yeshua, however, says afilum yesh shalosh meot pumim. If you've got three hundred, we say lo talet, not going to battle it. Now, what's interesting here, despite the fact, one second, if you look if you look vertically down, Rabbi Huda, it looks like uh, Rabbi Shua is more machmir. You seem to have a stirrer within Rabbi Yeshua because just following the colors. Rabbi Yezer's machmir um, in the case of Shorot and Levanot. In the case of Litra Ktsiot, it seems to be Momekil. And Rabbi Chaim explains, no, it's actually not the case. Rabbi, Yeshua, Rabbi Yezer was consistently a machmir. It's only that what Rabbi Yeshua's machmir in the case of Chaviot for the reason Rabbi Israel said before. Because Chaviot is Tavar Chashuv. Okay? That's why. Now, so let's continue. Hada Amar Pumim Asuotam Kedavar Shadar Kolimanot. So what we see here is we see quite clearly that it, the fact that Rabbi Yeshua, again, the bottom, bottom left-hand corner, says even if you've got 300, it's not battle. These pumim, these tops are considered davar chashuv. It makes it davar chashuv. It's davar shadakolim are not, and davar shadakolim not, something that's sold by number, is not battle. And, it, um, and let's continue. It had a Messiah Rabbi Yochanan. This also supports the Rabbi Yochanan. It says, it explains that what we thought was a stir on our Mishnah of why is Rabbi Yeshua machmir in the case and make in the next. 
That's two different Tanaim. Our ratio in the Sefer and our mission is two different Tanaim. Like I showed, the, 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 the section is highlighted yellow, in the, is, the, is Shittat Rebbe Huda. And in the second case, highlighted yellow is the Shittat Rebbe Meir. Okay? So Hadam Asayle, also this, this, this supports Lamanda the Rebbe Meir, or Marikol Now what this means is a machlok exactly what's considered the Barachashuv. There are certain things that are counted. There are six things that are counted in the Mishnah. And the question is, is it also included in Shittare Meir, also called the Vashad Akolimanot? Now, what's, or Etched Akolimanot? I'm sure you remember the Gemara there. Um, but here, what we're saying, this supports Shittare Meir, that since this is something that's sold by number, that it's called the Vashad Akolimanot, because if you have a look at Shittare Meir, it says, the Pumim would be Asurim. Now, what's interesting here, that the, the, the sticky thing here is that would this, this, Diuk would fit a little bit better if we didn't change the gears of between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Meir, the, the, the way we, the, the we switched to before. So Rabbi Chaim says it's actually still not a problem. He says, after Hacha Rabbi Yehuda Shana, despite the fact this is really fitting in with Shittat Rabbi Yehuda over here, that's where we're doing the Diuk. We're doing the do the Diuk on the bottom left hand corner. The only reason why Rabbi Meir is Palig. On, within Shittah Rebbe Yeshua is because because he holds that the tops on their own are not chashuv. Ha, but what? The chavir itself? That would be chashuv and not batel. That's the way he sort of repairs uh, and makes the sugya, I feel like, work. And then let's take out the next um, six words and then continue. Now, this is very interesting. Now, these delat uh, yevanit is one of the things that are devar chashuv. Now, the question is, if we have a Dalat that is only partially Truma, the question is, will that be battle or not? Now, the fact that we found in these barrels that what that uh, I'll read it to you. Uh, says, This is one of the things that are not battle. And we learn what even if you've got a full a Dalat that's Chulin, and only and it's only a partially Truma, say 100. When I fall out of Chulin, it falls in Chulin, Nami lo batil, it still will not be batil. So you can mash what that, in other words, not just something, a full Devar Chashuv that is not batil, but even a Devar Chashuv that is partially, if you like, Asur, that's also not Chashuv. That's what we medaik. How we medaik from this? You might think that, you might think that, what, oh, since it's only partially Asur, you don't have this Chumra of Devar Chashuv. Why Nami Shamina, we see here as well. The law bati pia chavit because the top of the chavit is betoch kolah pumim amongst the other part the pumim the tops of all the kolah chaviot to kosha chavit lo betela pia chavit nami lo betela. See, we say since that the the pumim, if you like, is not batil amongst the rest of the chavit, we say therefore the that it's not batil amongst the whole thing. In other words, again, we see a parallel here. Something that's partially asur still ha- retains the status of being davar chashuv. Okay, let's continue. Darsa, ve'enya dua heichan darsa. What if it was pressed into one of these barrels? You don't know where it was. In that case, situation, in top, bottom, left, right, you don't know where it is. We say, devera kol ta'aleh. Everyone holds it. In that case, it's batel. So, amra v'abin, v'tzarich shi'a b'chol achat, shnei litrin v'kol shuhu k'day shi'a batel barov. In other words, the, 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 that which got mixed into one of the barrels still has to be batel barov within the barrel. So, you can rely on bitl doraita. Um, otherwise, it wouldn't. Otherwise, it work. Uh, that, otherwise, that wouldn't be the case. I read You have to have two litrin because again, we've pressed in a litter of, of things into it. 
Because that way you can say that that, that litra was battled the right litra. Because in that situation, you've got, in other words, within a barrel, each of the barrels have to have at least two in a bit. That way you know your truma that went into it was battled because you only put a litra in and it was a, it was battled barov in the litra vaod. Okay, because otherwise, if that wasn't the case, if with if you had a majority of truma potentially in one of the barrels, then in that situation, the full barrel, everyone agrees a full barrel is considered chashuv, and it wouldn't be bad. Okay, that's when then then you can no longer why cause a chavit because a barrel is dakar lemanot. So in other words, what's a duke at the end we're saying again? We're saying at the end that if some of the if the litter of figs got mixed into one of the barrels somewhere we don't know where it is, then everyone will agree that it's completely battle. You can provide all the barrels to battle it. That's however provided what that you have that within each of the barrels, wherever the fig potentially the fig was in, there would be enough to battle at the rov individually. Because otherwise, if there wasn't, we'd have to treat the whole thing as being asumaduma. And now you've got what? Something that's the varchashuv that has a din of truma. And then the varchashuv is not batel even a little per shloshmot, elef, whatever it is. Okay? So you know, that's, uh, that, that's again the, the proviso. Okay, let's just finish off um, by doing the next mission, the next, uh, being the next halacha. We'll stop. We'll only just start it. So, se'ah truma shenaf la What happens if you have a se'ah truma that falls on top of a pile, the kafa'ah, and you skim off the top? If in the, the skimming of the top, you have a mea seya, 100 to battle it, what fell into the top of it, then it's battle. Again, because he says you can use the bottom to battle the top. However, um, uh, Rabbi Shua says, that wouldn't work. Because he says, again, Rabbi Yeshua says, you can't use the bottoms to battle the top. Again, that's, that's the way we understood Rabbi and Rabbi Shua in our Mishnah. Not according to the whole charting and diagramming that we've just been we've been doing. However, seat truma shenafla alpi megora. Now again, if you've got a seat truma that fell on top of a pile, you, how do you save the whole pile? You see, you can you can skim off the top. Vim can so there and and therefore that whole top, whatever's in the top will be meduma, and the rest of it you'll have saved. Now the Gemara asks the mission then asks one second. If you always have to skim, when do we say im kem lama amru truma uledachabamea? When do we say this idea of truma's battle in one and a hundred? Well, that's when you can't skim. That's You don't know if it's mixed, you don't know where it fell. In that situation, that's when you can rely on one in a hundred. However, if you can identify a region where it could have been, say it's at the top, then indeed you have to skim off the top. Okay? Great. Cool. So everyone, have a good day. Thank you. Have a good day.